Don't tell me how to live. Just how to put that It's a ball of butter. Doesn't she? My parade. God. Doesn't she say it's a ball of butter at yeah, one point? at one point she does. I uh, thought that's the verse we were doing. Don't tell me how to sit. It's a ball of butter. I don't know. I don't know. Is that how it goes? Uh, lice candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Oh, li- the sun is a ball of Who butter. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? parade. Hi, Sister Twain. Hi, Brother Coffee. How are you? Life's really interesting right now. <laughs> I loved that long pause. That was what we call a pregnant pause. That's what we call dead air. That's what you like to call dead air. You and should it makes abort. You so nervous. You should abort that pause. That pregnant pause. Did you get it? I love abortion so much. You guys, I'm very pro-abortion. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be pro-choice, but really, I'm pro-abortion. Kill the baby. I just think, like, just have an abortion. It's fine. I don't care. God damn it. It's a it's a ball of meat inside your womb. It's a ball of butter. <laughs> it's a ball of butter. <laughs> anyway. We are drinking a cocktail. You're drinking a penicillin spritz. Thank you. Which is the Water Pocket Penicillin. Water Pocket, please sponsor us. Um, Which we may have talked about on our last episode. Well, you know, we did. We did. Okay. Listen... Any spritz, you guys, a spritz is just a bitter liqueur, like like a Campari or like an Aperol, oh, and then some are... sort of bubbly, uh-huh. so like so Prosecco this, so this or soda Prosecco. water. Yeah, this one has Prosecco. So that's a spritz. So and, we made a penicillin spritz tonight. And then, and so that's it? It's just the two things? It's, uh, it has a little soda water to little give it a little water. extra bubbly. And a slice of peach. And when I said, oh, and a slice of peach, you went... Just because. Just because I had it. And you also made one for Daughter Twaint. Daughter Twaint. Daughter Young Twaint. Twaint. Young Twaint is Lil, here. Lil Twaint. Lil Twaint. Lil Twaint. <laughs> She's just going to be checking the gram and checking the Twitter while we're recording the pod. Yeah. She is so relaxed in She's your leopard print. Is it a leopard print chair? I don't know what to call it. It's not really a leopard. It's a print of sorts in a swivel chair. Oh, you're wearing leopard print shorts. Swivels are not just for old people anymore. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so... So just so you guys know, it's like two in the morning because Sister Twain was like, I'm going to come over tonight. I was like, great. I'm like, and at 830, I was like, hey, I'm home. Come over anytime. And then at 930, I'm like, hey, when are you coming? And then at 1030, I'm like, hey, uh, are you coming tonight? And she's like, I'm having an emergency dinner about death. We don't need to get into the details. She's like, I'll be there soon. And now it is 2.45 a.m. Yeah, a former in-law of mine um, definitely has terminal cancer. And and I'm okay. But my kids aren't. My ex-husband is not. Yeah. And so that's been hard. I'm sorry. However. It's 2.45 a.m. No. The good news is. Yes. The good news about cancer is. uh, No, not about cancer. Oh, the good news is. Completely unrelated. In my talks with Sexcation Guy. Oh, okay. Here we go. I was like, are you ready to talk about the anal? Because at first he was like, I'm still processing it. I'm not ready to talk about it. It was his first Wait, time. Wait, about the anal? What yeah. about the anal? It was the his first sex. time? It was his first time having anal sex. I thought you were going to say, you're going to ready to talk about how you told me that you're not sexually attracted to me. But really, are you ready to talk about the anal? Oh, yeah. We got, we, we've already gotten past that. Oh, okay. But that was so incorrect. So now we're getting into the P into the B. Right. And so, are you ready to talk about that? Because I want to know what you thought about it. And he was like, all I could think. Oh my you're going to hate this so much. <laughs> Is that your asshole's not as tight as your pussy. Oh. oh. Sorry, that made my day. Here's <laughs> the thing. You've given birth to human beings through your pussy. I know. What's happened through your asshole? <laughs> That's a really good question. I don't want to delve into that right oh, now. Oh, wow. Okay. So your asshole's not as tight as your pussy. I mean, I think we've got the episode title right there. <laughs> Should we delete that part? No, no not No, I all. didn't think so either. So um, do we have any housekeeping to take care of? Um, other than uh, the dying family member, my pussy being super tight, and your uh, asshole being like loose, like a <laughs> like a whoopee, like a whoopee cushion. Okay, fine, whatever, fine. That's not what it means. But uh, daughter twain. 
little twain. Oh my god! Uh, hey, listen. Here's something that happened. You were at work, and some and one of the people that you work with came back and said, uh, "There are some customers who'd like to speak to you." <gasps> oh! And you you went out to see Yon customers. Okay. And they said, "What did they say?" Um. Well, first of all, the server was like, "It's." Table 22, and I'm like, I don't know what table 22 is. And so she. I was trying not to say server because I was trying to keep your work incognito. Oh, okay. I think I've said that I work at a restaurant. It's fine. Um, And so she pointed, she says, it's the table with all those women. And I'm looking and I don't recognize one of them. And so I'm walking over, like, not tiptoeing, but like walking cautiously. Sure. Because I don't want to feel stupid. Sure. And they all look at me with the strangest look. I love it so much. And the, there's one that finally speaks up. It felt like an eternity. Just kidding. And she was like, okay, this is really awkward. We're gentle listeners. I love ah! it so much. It was so cool. And I was so excited. And they were like, you don't think that's weird that we're stalking you? And I was like, I love when people stalk me. It makes me you feel guys, better about myself. We never feel like it's weird when you stalk no. us. Not at all. If you want to sneak into my house at night and murder me <laughs> and make a suit out of my skin, like that is fine. That would be so oh my gosh, that awesome. Would be so amazing. So, oh my God. So that was super duper cool. And So they, you met some gentle listeners. Met some gentle listeners. Were they gentle? They were so sweet and gentle. Oh, sweet and gentle. They were sweet and gentle. Sweet and gentle, you guys. Um, and you guys are so cute. They've been following Brother Coffee on his actual identity. Yes. Social media they for are, a while. They are social media friends of mine. Yes. And then and when they, they started listening to the podcast, yeah. they tracked you down tracked by down. using social media jujitsu. Yeah. And figured out where you worked. Uh-huh. And, and were coincidentally going there. They did not go there specifically because you worked there. Right, right, right. But then went there and then they but, met you. Yeah, that was so cool, so fun. They don't even live in Utah. No. Yeah. Some of them don't. No, some of some them. Some of them do. Some do, some don't. Okay, cool. Uh, and we had a great talk. So you guys, anytime you want to stalk us, murder us, <laughs> cut off our skin and use it to make a three-piece tuxedo... <laughs> Or like a lamp. Do you ever watch American Horror Story? Do you remember when the guy, when he made a lamp out of a woman's breast and you could see like the nipple on the lamp on American Horror Story? That sounds amazing. Anyway, if you guys want to do that, we're game. Yeah. Please murder away. That sounds so, fun. So what are we talking about tonight? So we've got a few episodes like not in the can, as they say, because that means they're ready to go. That means they're in the shitter. But like in the, no, I'm talking about like film, right? Oh, okay, okay. Um, but like in the, in the. Uh, like in the pipe. Thank you. Yes. In the pipe. Yeah, coming down the pipe. Yes. We're really super excited. There, uh, there's two coming up. We're super excited about one's going to be a breve. One's going to be our next guest star, which should have been tonight. Oh, yes. Which should have been tonight because we're doing every other top five and guest star. But she. Schedules were complicated. Right. She was not available. And so we were like, oh, well, we'll just do a top five on the specific topic that we're doing tonight because almost everyone who's reached out to us in email and social media has said, tell us about your favorite drinks. Tell us about your favorite drinks. And we're just like, really? We just like to drink anything that has alcohol content? That's real. <laughs> I can make this Because sh- sometimes I get, like, I love to cook. So sometimes I get a little creative and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try a little bit of this. And then I'm a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. And then and I make some creative cocktail. And then it literally tastes like the shit of a demon. <laughs> like the, the runny shit of some sort of demon monster. With ice. With ice. <laughs> like chilled. But you know what I do? You know what I do? What? You drink. I drink it. Because I'm not, I'm not a Rockefeller. I'm not Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I'm not made of money. You're not C.J. Kendrick. No, I'm not C.J. Kendrick. I'm not made of money. So I'm not going to dump out perfectly good alcohol. I don't care if it tastes like the runny diarrhea of a demon spawn. I'm going to drink it. Really quick. Yes. I know this is going to make things awkward because I'm getting ready to meet this person for the first time. Jesus Christ, what's happening? We're going to use her incognito name, but if you've listened to the CJ episode, you know who we're talking about, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's not really Maggie Gyll- Gyllenhaal. Wait, you're meeting her? Remember, I'm, I'm just assuming she's going to be at CJ. Okay, anyway, go on. Yeah, uh, anyway, there was a picture of her on Instagram today or uh-huh. yesterday with her, like, I don't know if it was her trainer or workout partner. 
And I just want her to spit in my mouth. I'm Maggie. And I, what, what else do I want her to do? Let's see. I kind of want her to put, like, push you, me onto the floor and put her foot on my face. Are you going to regret this tomorrow? No. Okay. So that's it for the topic. Let's do it. <laughs> just top five drinks. <laughs> so let's take a break. And oh. when we come back, top five drinks. We'll get into it. Bala butter. Um. Ball of butter. Oh, we're you guys, back. we're back. Just so you know, today, somehow when I left for work, I was trying to turn the air down so it didn't cool my house all day because I know I was going to be gone for a long time. And somehow, you know what I did? I turned the air conditioning off. So when I got home this evening, it was 85 degrees in my house. <laughs> And now we've got it down to about 81, but it is fucking hot in here. It is hot in here. It's hot. We're not going to take off all our clothes. No, no. That would be awkward, especially with Lil Twain here. Oh, I don't care about that. And I, th- I don't think she cares. I think you're the one that would care. That's That's, that's real. real. Okay, hey, so top one. five drinks. What's your number one drink? Go. So here, my approach uh, is a total mixed bag. So I've got some that are really general as far as drinks go, and then I've got some that are super specific. Let's do it. First one is is red fucking wine. Red, red wine. Now that is, that is, in this particular case, in order of best. Like number one in this, is actual number one. Let me repeat that. In <laughs> this particular case is order of best <laughs> is, is number one. <laughs> You said something like that. I said something like that. But so like, red, red wine. Red wine. Makes you feel so fine. So, um. Does it keep you rocking I, all of the I time? I hate you so much. I'm going to go, I'll go into a teeny bit. I'm not crazy about cabs. I, there's something about it. I, I, I feel like I know a lot about wine. I know a lot of the wine language or verbiage. Verbiage. Um, but I still don't know how to explain why I don't like Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. That sounded really good. Eat it, Piaf. Um, I. So, what's your red wine of choice? So that's the thing, right? It changes, which I think means that I'm intelligent. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm open-minded. Right. And uh, not gender conforming. (laughs) Um, I like blends. So the first red wine that I had, that I was like. This is the blood of Christ. Right. Was <laughs> the tasty, tasty blood of Christ. Apothic red. Yeah, that's a good that's a good red. Apothic it's red. It's not classy. It's not a highfalutin wine. But I mean but what, it's delicious. What what isn't it? What what is what classifies a high highfalutin? It costs more than thirty dollars. I don't know. No, I don't I don't believe in that. Okay. Highfalutin stuff. Okay. Uh Anyway, Apothic Red, and then as my palate matured, because this was probably about seven years ago, I drink Apothic Red now, and I'm not crazy about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you crazy about now? So what I really am crazy about now is the Black Hawk Down, which yes. we've talked about, which is actually the Boda Box Night Hawk Black. Night Hawk Black. But we call it Black Hawk Down. Yes. Because it's funny. Right. It's um, jammy. It, it, the word jammy's on the goddamn box. It's so jammy. How do you not buy it? How do you no. not buy it when it says jammy? You're like, I'm, I'm going to drink. Because would you drink a goblet of jam? Yes. One time, um, I used to have a cookbook called The White Trash Cookbook. That was a bunch of white trash recipes. That doesn't surprise me. And one of the recipes was like when you're finished with a jar of jam, like it's mostly done, (laughs) you would pour a little milk in there and then shake it up. And then you would just drink that jammy milk. It'd be like strawberry milk. So jammy. We're going to have to end the episode early. (laughs) It's over. We're done. You guys, that was the best cookbook. Lil Twain is not okay over there. Lil Twain's packed her bags. She's gone. Dare she? Da- it was dairy <laughs> milk. It was like dairy milk. It was milk from the teat of a cow, from from the f- fresh from the warm frothy teat of a cow. From the dairy industry. I grabbed that teat and I squeezed that warm frothy milk right out. But you out. didn't. Something metallic did that yes, is run by true. electricity. That's true. By and Monsanto. Anyways, uh, so red wine. I'll, I I love a Merlot. I love a Pinot Noir. A Malbec. I do like Malbec. But I get hard for Malbec. So some Malbecs are a little, they have too much of a bite for me. And, okay. And I learned that's because of the soil in Argentina. Those fucking Argentinians. Oh my gosh. Um, and and uh, I love a Petite Syrah. I love a Shiraz. And then the other night when I, I went to the 
Deer Valley outdoor concert thingy yes. with Cindy. Yes, Cindy and you went. And I brought, I was going to go, but I didn't. I brought a bottle of Spanish red wine called... Um, La Cucaracha? Gu- no, Gun... I don't want to say ganache because that's a, like a, a frosting. Yes, that is that is in fact cream heated up and it poured is over a chocolate. Grenache, gro, garnache. Someone will definitely please send message us a message, us. Spanish speakers. It's probably going to be Rachel because I feel like Rachel's like <laughs> Rachel's- she's on the like the fact checking uh, bandwagon. I we might have to start like paying her. We like need to pay her to put her on the payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Peter on the so pen. you're so you're drinking so, a lovely Spanish ganache, yeah, a red ganache with a couple of local cheeses and some oh, local bread. Delicious local bread. It was because I was at the farmers market that day. Oh, so that bread did not come from Kentucky. <laughs> anyway, and that was lovely. So red wine. I will drink a Cabernet Sauvignon, which I mentioned is my least favorite because it's a red wine. Because again, the point is we're not turning up our nose at any alcohol. We're oh, drinking it all. No, 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 no. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I wish I had like a specific bottle to recommend or a specific winery to recommend. Remember that red wine we used to drink called cashmere? That yeah. was a red blend. That Yo, was a delicious. That's red wine. delicious. And it's like fourteen percent. There is a little yon fuck you up. There's another lovely red blend by um Kokomon and Dark Horse. Um there uh, I, I've I've never met a blend I didn't like. I never met a blend I didn't like. What's your number one? My number one is a classic American cocktail, the old-fashioned. Because it makes you depressed. <laughs> oh my gosh, you totally stole my thunder. Yeah, I know. Do you know that about me? <laughs> okay, so if you don't know, a, a classic old-fashioned oh, is, is a... On? No. Your heater's on. No, the cool air is oh, on okay. and it's trying to cool the house down. A classic old-fashioned is... Um, a sugar cube, usually sort of a, like a natural sugar cube, Angostura bitters, and then you kind of muddle that up together, and then you pour um, bourbon over the top. Now, what I do for an old-fashioned, it's too much of a pain to try to muddle the sugar cube. That's uh-huh. a mess. So what I do is I use a honey simple syrup, which is one part honey, one part water. You boil it together till it's all combined, and then pour it in a jar and put it in the fridge. Honey simple. So, one, so a little bit of honey simple, your Angostura bitters, and then bourbon. And an ice cube. It doesn't sound simple. No, it's simple. It's so simple. Okay. It's literally, it's Does, like three ingredients. Doesn't an old fashioned have like a, a orange zest? Or it orange can. Wine? It can have an orange peel. Yeah, like a um, pearl. Yeah, it could also have a cherry in it if you had a good, oh. um, a good maraschino. like maraschino cherry. Yeah. But not like those hot pink ones they sell in the grocery store. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with those, but they're just not good in a cocktail. Look at little Twink's toes. Aren't they so cute? She's adorable. I mean, she's so adorable <laughs> in every way, shape, she's and form. She's twenty one. But she's my she's my oldest child and my smallest. Tiniest. She's my tiny. She's the tiniest. I was talking about my drink. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but you are 100% right because do you feel like different alcohols have different effects on your mood? Oh, yeah. When I drink tequila, I usually record myself singing We Are the World and I post it on Facebook. I get horny. So that that's a later. That's, <laughs> tequila? That's episode five. Uh. Yeah, that's drink number five. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, bourbon makes me like settle into my sadness in the best way. <laughs> like this is my identity. I love bur- bourbon is my number one alcohol. And it, it, it really is because I just like sink right into my depression. I'm just like, yeah, I fucking this hate is, myself. This, this is, is amazing. <laughs> this is who I am. I'm fucking disgusting. I don't deserve happiness. And I just like relish in it. So that's why I like an old fashioned. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Hey, Mr. Ronstein, here I am. We're back. Okay, number two. How's your twaint? <laughs> you Fresh. Know, uh- I don't crispy. know. It's not fresh and crispy it's when not. it's 80 degrees in your I'm apartment. I'm so sorry. So um, it's a little muggy and damp. Twaints, all of our twaints are a little muggy and damp. I apologize. It's like New Orleans on a summer evening. Right. So We're eating a muffaletta. <laughs> our twaints are muggy. <laughs> Becky put that on a t-shirt. Eating a muffaletta with a, mu- with a muggy twaint. 
I'd wear that t-shirt. I know. I'd anyway, wear number two. Anything. Okay. Um, so, again, a little general. Okay. I mean, extremely general. So, beer. Okay. Really? I love beer. Really? You didn't know that? No. So the re- I really didn't. Here's, well, gentle listeners, this is why Brother Coffee didn't know that. Sister Twain is 43. Right. So, I can't drink a lot of beer. Too much, too puffy the I'd be day. puffy. I wouldn't feel sexy. I'd be nervous right. that when I'm having sex, I would fart. <laughs> little twaints in the corner like nodding like same she's like yep beer makes you fart well i don't mean i don't know about that but it just it just makes you i, I don't know it just it's a lot of feel, stuff it's, it's like eating a loaf of bread yeah so much gluten so gluten. much gluten. gluten the kids hate gluten i do have some of my favorite beers though okay tell us specifics um for two and a half years i lived in a town called redlands california okay um, there were a lot of good things about Redlands, but in general, I absolutely loathed, detested, abhorred Southern California. Really? I didn't know this. Um, excuse me? Anyway. As a single mom living in Southern California, I might as well live in a shanty town. Yeah, fair. So, um, in Redlands, there is this uh, brewery called Hangar 24. Oh, I'm into this. And... Their signature beer is called Orange Wheat. I like it. It's fucking amazing. I like a wheaty beer. Do you like a wheaty beer? A wheaty beer. I don't love a hoppy beer. I like a wheaty beer. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the hops. You know who likes hops? Who? Straight guys. Because they're like, oh, I I love a real hoppy beer. Straight guys and the women that love them. Fucking straight guys. I know. I hate them so much. Um... I also love this particular beer called California Creamin. <laughs> and it's by a brewery in California called Motherload. I believe it's called Motherload. Motherload's beer. Yes. Called Cal- California, California Creamin. Isn't that great? God bless them. I know. God God us bless them. It is absolutely delicious. They're California <clears throat> Cream and their Motherload. Um, there is a whole brand or brewery, I guess you should say, from Louisiana called Abita, A-B-I-T-A. Okay. Called Mufaletta and Swampy Twains. (laughs) I'm going to open a brewery in Louisiana and call it Mufaletta and Swampy Twains. Well, when we become super popular, um, if we do that, then Abita will just want to buy us out. Do you know how much I love a Mufaletta, though? I don't love a Swampy Twain. <laughs> I know. Anyway, Abita. Abita. Lolita? They do, they do one called Purple Haze. They do one called Mardi Gras Bach. Um, they do a lot of Louisiana and Cajun-themed beers. They're all delicious. I have not been able to find Abita in Utah. Surprise, surprise. Fucking Utah. Um, some other Here's some other just easy, easy standbys for me. The very first beer I ever had, and it was the very first time I was drunk, it was the third of a way into a blue moon. Oh, I hate blue moon. Oh, with an orange? It's absolutely delicious. Um, I like a fat tire. Yeah, I love a fat tire. Um, there, There's this cheap grocery store stuff called uh, uh, sh- it's a, it's a, it's a lager. It's uh, called Shark Tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Okay. That's what I used to buy when I first started drinking. I would primarily buy that. And it was when I lived in a small town in southern Utah. (laughs) And uh, I wasn't, like, out, so to speak, as a drinker. And so I would literally walk the entire grocery store to see if there was anyone from my ward. And then I would buy a six-pack and get the fuck out of there. That's adorable. I know. Um, I want to just take a brief moment to talk about the liquor laws in Utah, just to help people understand kind of what Let's we're Let's do, with. because I think we have a lot of people who um, don't so, have any clue. Utah is a totalitarian state run by <laughs> the Mormon church. And part of that totalitarianism is we have insane liquor laws. Yes. So number one, all liquor must be purchased at a state-run liquor store. And if you don't live in a state with state-run liquor stores, so literally that means, like, there's no liquor at Target, there's no liquor at Costco, 
like no, no grocery stores, no lovely little wine shops, none of that. Mm-hmm. Everything is from a state-run liquor store. And if you wonder what that's like, it's basically like if you had to buy alcohol from the DMV. Like it's the same <laughs> energy. You know what I mean? It's run by the government. It's like underpaid employees. They're probably paid like $9 an hour oh, or less something. Than that. Yeah. Less. And and so and it's and it's like messy and it's crowded oh. and it's there's long lines and it's like when little twain or little twain I should say turned twain. turned twenty one which was like three or four months ago she finally got to go inside a liquor store right mm-hmm. she lives in Utah she can't you know go to the corner store right. and buy liquor or whatever and she told me that her first thought was. Do you remember what it was? She doesn't remember. She don't remember. It was like a giant bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm at a liquor store in Utah, I just think, oh, the government of Utah hates me. <laughs> like this is their this is their expression of their hatred for me. So the only alcohol that we can buy not in a liquor store is anything three and a half percent or less. Or less. So you can get certain beers at the grocery store. They're called session beers. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the big beer companies are no longer are going to stop making those session beers yeah, yeah. because it's not profitable because the only place that sells them is like Utah and there's like a couple other states that have right. session beer did, laws. Did you mention the new DUI blood alcohol level? No. Uh, not not DUI, but the new blood alcohol level uh, that just went into effect. It's been like a year. I think it was January 2018 that it went into effect. Okay. But what is it? It's the it's lowest like, in the country. It's like 0.05. And it is the, the lowest So it's like if you have country. one glass of wine, if you get pulled over, right, you can get a DUI. Right, right, um, Also, like, you can't, obviously you can't drink beer out in the open. You actually can only drink beer, you can actually only drink alcohol in a enclosed or fenced off area. Mm-hmm. So if a, if a restaurant has an outdoor patio, they have to have like a wall or a <laughs> fence around it because... If there wasn't a fence around it, then, like, children might just run up and, like, grab your alcohol and drink it. And suck it the fuck down because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, You can't ever carry alcohol. Like, if you order alcohol at a a restaurant that's, like, counter service where you order and then you sit down, Mm -hmm. they can't just – they can't hand you your alcohol. They have to bring it to you. Right. Um, You can't – there's no such thing as like mail order alcohol or like Uber eats wine alcohol. Clubs. Yeah, you can't be in a wine club. Like none of that mail alcohol cannot come through the mail. No. Because again, then children will just be like gah, 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 gah. They'll open it up and drink it. Yeah. Every single time without fail. So basically <laughs> the liquor laws in Utah. Oh, and also if you go to if you go to something that is designated as a restaurant and not as a bar, you can only order alcohol if you also order food. Right. So a lot of restaurants slash bars will have something on the menu that's like peanuts that cost like 50 cents. Yeah. Because if you order the peanuts, then you can order alcohol. But if yeah. you don't order the peanuts or some other food item, you're not allowed to order alcohol. Right. So basically it's like – basically liquor laws and alcohol are like if you were a child – Right. And you were being governed by, like, an oppressive, homophobic, bigot parent. In the 1600s. In the 1600s. That's what that was. In colonial America. Like. So anyway. Yeah. What's so my number, number two. two <laughs> my number two is the mule. I knew it. A classic mule. Just a classic. So, so here's my question. And I'm sure you're going to talk about it. Yes. What's your favorite ginger beer to use? So I buy um, Bundaberg or Brundaberg. Yep. It's like an Australian ginger beer. Yep, I like that one a lot. Uh-huh. Although, Trader Joe's just started carrying... What's that Jamaican ginger beer? What's that brand called? Oh. Anyway, Trader Joe's just started carrying a sugar-free version of that. Oh, yeah, So yeah. it's like zero calories. Yeah, so I, I probably t- have to I buy totally that. I totally know what you're talking about. I'm not crazy about cock and bull. Nah, I'm, no, I'm fine with it. You're fine with it? Um, so the Moscow Mule, if you don't know, <laughs> it's vodka and ginger beer and lime. It is the first cocktail that I really, like, fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was new to drinking, I went out with my two brothers who were both drinkers and we went to a bar in Salt Lake called Bar X. They make really good Moscow Love mules there. Love Bar X. And they have these beautiful big copper mugs. Mm-hmm. And Which is how you're supposed to serve. Yes. And I had two Moscow mules and I just thought like, oh, like that was the first time that I actually thought, oh, alcohol is delicious. Because <laughs> I'd been experimenting and trying a bunch of different alcohols, but it all tasted like right. sweat or mine, something. Mine in that phase of my drinking, my 
two go-tos were Midori Sours and White Russians. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I grew out of that because yeah. I'm liberal and gender non-conforming. No, anyway. You love AOC. I know. <laughs> so I love a mule. I love some... Let me tell you some variations on a mule oh, that I love. yes. So one thing that I always do at home, I always have like some sort of hot chili oil like a like an essence of hot chili and I put that in the mule so you get that like heat of the ginger and then it's followed up by like this heat of like cayenne or like pepper so I love that oh my god I love a Mormon mule which is a peach vodka right which is delicious uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I really love that brand I think it's called Eddie's they make a E-D-D-Y-S they make uh-huh. a peach vodka okay it's like really really good and actually tastes like it has actual like peach juice in it and not just like Artificial peach flavoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I sometimes do a mule with like a little splash of cherry juice in there and some frozen cherries. Remember those? I used to make those all the yeah. time. Those were good. And then my <clears throat> my classic favorite wintertime mule is called a Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yes. So it's good. vodka, ginger beer, and a little pumpkin oh. pie spiced syrup. Oh, my God. It's what white girls love. <laughs> it's like a pumpkin pie latte slash mule. Oh. It's, it's and if you want, you can put a little splash of cream in there. It's so you good. can you can do that. To it's make so it good. Even more basic. More basic. Oh. You're like this isn't white enough. <laughs> My whiteness is not evident enough, and I'm like, let me pour a little half and half in there for you. But really quick before Cheryl. we go, <laughs> really quick before we go to break, Lil Twaint did not like the half and half. I don't know if you can see her face. She does not like the dairy squeezed from the teat of a of a mammalian milk cow. By she wants her dairy made from oats or almonds <laughs> because she is a millennial. Uh, actually, no, I think she's the generation. Whatever. Gen Z. Is that Gen Z? Are you Gen Z? Because millennials are like in their 30s. Yeah. Now. I don't know. They're like 105. Yeah. She's like, fucking don't squeeze my milk out of the teat of a mammalian milk cow. Speaking of teat, she's like messing around with her teat right now. I want milk made out of <laughs> oats and I want milk made out of almonds. Uh-huh. Anyway, what were you talking about? Or maybe about? even her own teat. No. No? Okay. Uh, I just want the gentle listeners to know before we're going to interlude um, that when that time of year rolls around where it's time for Brother Coffee to make Sleepy Hollows, oh. he has these fantastic Halloween decorations. I do. And they're like dolls that look like they have been tortured. We did actually pour blood on their faces. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you have little like bottles that are like all dark and spooky and labeled like what? Witch I'm, hazel. Yeah, I'm a faggot for Halloween. <laughs> and just, I just love sitting with I you. bought them for Halloween. I bend over and, and grab my ankles for Halloween. Oh my God. <laughs> Halloween can get out the coconut oil. Guess what? And taught me all night long. Brother Coffee? What? You'd bought them for anything. No, fair. Except, anyway, for, except for your... Except for humans. You're terrified. <laughs> Let's take a break. Do it. <clears throat> Ball of butter. So... So my third one, um, we're going semi-general. So I, uh, I am, I love all hard liquors. Okay. I don't like love, love all hard liquors. You love things that are hard. But I like hard things and I like things with alcohol. Okay. Yeah. So. Where are we going? (laughs) Um, so for me to single out vodka isn't really fair, but... What I have found is that if I just have a hard liquor in my house and nothing to mix with, some vodka with ice and some lime is the humdinger. What kind of vodka do you buy? You know, I like to experiment. Um, There's one called Reika or Reika. Reika. Yeah. um, That was nice. Uh... I really like Stoli. Um, you know my feelings about vodka, right? So your feelings about vodka is... Well, we talked about this on an episode. Did we? Yeah. And what was it you learned about vodka? Basically, that the whole point of vodka is that it has no flavor. Mm-hmm. And that it is like a clean, you know, unblemished liqueur. And in order to be even called vodka, it has to meet certain requirements. So the idea that there are, like, better vodkas is kind of insane. It's kind of silly because... Because the whole point of it is that it has no flavor. Right. And that it is, like, 
clear and clean and unblemished. So there was actually a whole episode of Radio Lab about this. You can look it up. That's yeah, that was what you were talking about. And so ever since, because I used to buy, I used to try to buy like local vodkas or, you know, like we've got Five Wives, we've got like, oh, yeah. like Salt City. Like I There's tried, Sugar House. Yeah, I tried to buy local vodkas because I try to buy like local liqueurs when I can. Yeah, yeah. But after I listened to that episode, what do I buy? Just the big $11, plas- $11 <laughs> plastic bottle of Taka. What is it? It's Taka? It's like, a, yeah. it's like the double size oh. Just some taka. Oh, this is the go-to vodka. I completely forgot about this. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends is um, Heather Armstrong, who is also Deuce, D-O-O-C-E. Right, right. She was um, like the original mommy blogger. Right. She's the mother of bloggers. I've known her since we were 13. We were beehives together in Memphis, Tennessee. Um and we have um, since reconnected. She also lives in Salt Lake. I think that anybody who knows who Heather Armstrong is knows this knows these things about her. Her favorite vodka is the Monopolova. Oh, okay. It's like a mid mid shelf, and it's like a lower mid shelf. Right. Right. And she was like. I was, I, I, she's like, I always wanted to buy like the pricey stuff, like your Grey Goose, your Chopin, whatever. And someone told her, oh, no, 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 no. And recommended the Monopolova and she has not gone back for years and years and years. Here's what I'll say about vodka too. Like, I mean, I guess you just said that you like a little vodka with just ice and lime, but I literally never drink vodka on its own. Oh, okay. Never. So I, yeah. So like, I just think I'm, I'm always mixing it with something else. I, I'm always mixing it, mixing it with ginger beer f- to make some sort of mule. Yeah. Or crystal light because I'm a trashy slut. <laughs> you guys, vodka with crystal light is a classic. <laughs> a little lemonade crystal light. You can't even taste the vodka. You can drink like six glasses of that. I do not mind shooting vodka at all. Really? Yeah. But, but with yeah, the lime, I just think, even better. Yeah, I just think that's why I don't need a fancy vodka because I'm not mixing it with any. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. drink, I'm always drinking it mixed. Right. What's your so, three? What's your number three? My number three oh, oh. is a rosé because oh. I'm that bitch. Yeah, you are. I'm that bitch, you guys. Yeah. It's so stereotypical. I'm like that faggot who's uh, like, I want a rosé, bitches. Do. Turn on the palab duel. But you'll, you'll drink it even if it's cold outside. I mean, I am a little seasonal about my wines. I, I love a red wine in the wintertime. I love a white wine and a rosé in the summer. Yeah. But rosé, it's red and white. It can bridge all the gaps. <laughs> Um, I love sitting out on my back patio drinking a rosé. Like, it's chilled. It's refreshing. Um, Underwood makes a canned rosé, like Uh in a can, that is delicious. Uh It's usually, like, in a pink matte colored can. Um, but in, but during June, they sell like a pride can. That's like oh. a rainbow striped oh, can. It's so good. It's like a bubbly rosé. It's, it's really, really good. It's yeah. one of the better rosés. There's also I love it. another one I can recommend that we serve at our restaurant. Oh, what is that? It's called Atreya Skid Rosé. Okay. So good. Really? Very palatable. Yes. Okay. Most rosés are too dry for me personally. Oh, really? But you like that? I don't. I don't find them really dry. I wow. think they're a little bit more sweet usually. I think that's because you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I tend to buy. There's a rosé that comes in a box because again, I'm that bitch. <laughs> that's called La Ferme. It's like oh, a French yeah. rosé. I yes. buy that one a lot. It's like twenty four dollars for the box. Yeah, it's a great table rosé. It's a great table rosé. A great table rosé, you guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just love a rosé. You can also get the house rosé in a box, depending from time to time, depending on what Utah State yeah, Red Liquor Store. I, I saw the house rosé today. You're talking about house, like the brand. The brand house. Yeah. yeah. I saw that at the liquor store today, and I just and I almost got it, but I just thought, I just like Le Ferme. I'm just going to get it. So Sister Twain is wearing a dress, which she rarely does. That's me. Um, and in an 80 degree depart apartment, department, I get all sweaty in my nethers when I'm wearing a dress in your twaint. Yeah. Well, it's and, a moist twaint in and around it. Oh, okay. It's not a dripping. I get sweaty in my, my <laughs> neck fat. Like the folds <laughs> of my neck are very sweaty. You guys, how am I going to fucking go to sleep tonight? It's still like, I mean, maybe if we're lucky, it's 79. That is fucking hot. You're going to have to sleep naked. 
I mean, I basically do anyway. Did you want to say any more about Rosé? No. Do you sleep naked or do you sleep in underwear? What do you wear? Um, I only sleep naked. Is this okay for us to talk about Lil Twaint? She, she said yes. Said yes. Well, know. she's going to regret it now because I only sleep, sleep naked usually like after coitus. Like coitus with a, with another person? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I only sleep naked after I've jerked off. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, I'm too tired to put my underwear back on. Um, I, d- I don't, you know, I, I still have two teenagers at home that forget to knock sometimes. Oh, okay. And so I've just gotten into the habit of leaving my door a jar. Yeah, I do that because if I don't, my cats rattle the door during the <laughs> night. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like three in the morning, and I'm asleep, and I'm dreaming dreaming about Oscar Isaac, and then I hear <laughs> asshole. So and you're like, God damn it! And then you're like, I love you. Yeah, yeah. So I always sleep um, with the door open, so just, they can come and go as they please. I go ahead and sleep with my door ajar because it's a it's a it's a reminder. To myself, of the covenants you made. Of, <laughs> at baptism, the baptismal covenants. Um, and so also to just stay. So what do you quote, wear? Like a bustier? Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just I kidding. wear a t-shirt and like soft sleeping pants. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what soft sleeping pants are. Just, so here's the thing. Okay. Plug your ears a little twain. If I sleep naked, I don't want like skin touching skin. So I don't, want, I don't want, like, ball sack on leg. It's too oh. much. It's annoying. Oh. So I got to, like, tuck the sheets everywhere. I can only imagine. I got to tuck the sheets there. I got to tuck them under my armpit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want any skin touching skin. <laughs> so do you not roll around? You just sleep on your back like a mummy? Well, no. I usually sleep. I either sleep on my stomach, which is fine. Yeah. Because then the ball sack is free and clear. <laughs> or I sleep on my side, but then the ball sack's, like, laying on my leg. So I got to, like, tuck a, tuck a sheet <laughs> under there. What, wait, what is this episode about? What, what's the topic? Drinks, drinks. All right, let's take Anyway, so, so yeah, if I sleep naked, lots of tucking going okay, on. Okay, and you like rosé. I love rosé, you guys. Rosé. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> Twist it. We're back. Oh, shoot. So what's your number four so drink of gonna choice? we're going to get insanely specific now. You guys, I really hope some of you start making some of these drinks, <laughs> like making the drink rosé. Just as a warning, my cat's about to groom your head. Oh, goody, goody, goody. All right. So. Number cr- four. Crazy story. Okay. I'm not a fan of gin. Okay. But I like an aviation. Oh, I do love an aviator. Because let me tell you what's, what's in it. What's in an aviator? So you can say aviation or aviator, by the way. I say aviator. You say aviation. It's tomato, uh, tomato. Ball of butter. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> uh, two ounces of gin. Hot. Five ounces or 0.5 ounces of maraschino liqueur. I'm rock hard. What's the brand name? Luxardo. Yes. I have had a bottle of Luxardo for like six years in my liquor can. Like since I started drinking. And I bet it's still doing great. It's doing great. Yeah. Um, A quarter ounce of creme de violet or creme yvette. Creme de violet. La France. Three quarters of an ounce. And who fucking measures this shit anyway? I do. Fresh lemon juice. Right. And then you can garnish with a brandied cherry. Oh, fuck yeah. I just appreciate the fact that it has that creme de violet in it. That creme de violet, I could just really open up and drink. You have literally never made this drink in your life. I have. And guess what? I made it with the woman that I dated. Oh, you did? Yes. That was our fun drink to make. It was? Yes. That's so cute. Yeah. You're getting a little vajay and a little aviator. <laughs> Would she provide the creme de violet? I mean, when you buy a bottle of creme de violet, it, it lasts like it lasts 10 years. a long time, unless you're like me and you want to stick your tongue in it and be like, ah, nah, 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 nah. you love, here's something about you that the gentle listeners might not know. Okay. You love a liqueur that is named after a color. You love a creme de violet. I can't believe you just said that. You love a chartreuse. That was right? number five. <laughs> Right. So there you go. There you go. What's your number four? So this is not really a go-to drink, but it is a drink that I feel an emotional connection to. Oh. I've never made one, 
It's called an AMF. Do you know an AMF? Adios, motherfucker. Do you, Lil Twain, do you know an AMF? Yeah, so AMF stands for Adios, motherfucker. Yeah. I think it has gin, tequila, vodka. It has all clear liqueurs. So yeah. gin, tequila, vodka, blue white cur- rum, and then blue Caracao or whatever Caras- that's called. Caracao. Blue Brian, Cara- Bri- <laughs> Brian Krakow from My So Called Life. A little blue Brian Krakow on top. <laughs> so here's why I have a special place in my heart for AMF. So, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I'm a homosexual. (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. So, like, I think it was my second Pride event. What year would that have been? So, that would have been 2016, maybe? 2016? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was going with our friend who's a homosexual. Let's call him Gary. I was going with our gay friend, Gary. Yeah. Who we were going to we were going to go to Pride. Uh-huh. So, first we were at the apartment I was living at <clears throat> at the time and we were what the kids call pre-gaming. We were drinking some drinks. And then we went and we rode the train and there was like a young twink with an umbrella. Anyway, <laughs> we went to a bar and our friend Gary ordered me an AMF. <laughs> And I drank it. And then I think I had a second AMF. Oh, dear God. And then here's the fun thing about me is that even when I am like shit face drunk, like sheets to the wind, I'm like, so our friend Gary was yeah. on the dance floor, like making out with hot guys because it's pride. And that's what you do. And that's also And very I was like, Gary, Gary, <laughs> I need to get a ride home. I am very drunk. <laughs> so I called my brother. Oh, and I was like, hello, I am very drunk. <laughs> you need to come and pick me up from the bar. Is this your brother, Joel, who taught yes. you how to order drinks? Yes. This yeah. is my brother who is a drinker oh, and a partier. It's fine. I'm like, sorry. whatever. He doesn't care. Okay, he doesn't. So Gary is literally like bobbing up and down on the cock on the dance floor. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go home because I've had too much to drink. Like, what the fucking fuck is wrong with me? So I went outside. I think I even, like, puked in the bushes. And then I, like, was sitting there. And then my brother, like, pulled up and picked me up. And then they drove me home. And then I, like, puked at home. And then I just went to bed. It was, like, 11.15 at night. And and meanwhile, Gary has his tongue down someone's throat. Of course. Throat. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Anyway... So, but I was like, you guys, I am a little too tipsy. <laughs> I need to get home into my own bed. I need to read my Book of Mormon. I need to say my prayers to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And see Jane Kendrick. And to, I need to say my prayers to see Jane Kendrick. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Amazing. You were new to everything. No, I would literally still do that, like, today. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. when I'm drunk, even when I'm super, super drunk, I'm still incredibly responsible I'm like in the back room, like yeah. doing my taxes, filling out my 1099. <laughs> I'm like shooting vodka, but also categorizing my receipts for the month of July. Like I fucking hate myself. So I had a little Sunday brunch for Exmos at my house on the last conference day. Okay. Remember that? I do. Lots I of, don't. There was a lot of alcohol, and you got super drunk. Did I? Yeah, I, I don't remember. I I even I even uh, created the event because we were also re-traumatized by the reversal of the policy. Oh yeah, yeah, remember that was that, that was, was a, cute. That was a rough weekend for me. <laughs> that, that was, was a rough weekend. <laughs> we need to do brevet about that. But I think we oh, did. I think we did. I think we did. <laughs> You guys, here's a brevet about something that happened nine months ago. You guys, here's a here's a really quick brevet. We don't remember anything that we've done. No, no, the, no, no. On the show. Cindy, tell us what we've done. <laughs> so you were super drunk, and we walked some friends outside to say goodbye. And as they were getting in the car, oh, let me preface, you had been singing days and days from Fun Home all day. I have zero recollection. Fun of Home any is of a this. Tony Award-winning one-act musical about about a, about a gay 
man who who was closeted who and married, married to a woman, to a woman and, and had children himself. and he killed himself after diddling some little boys and anyway so not little boys teenage boys some were only 14 oh what's the line in the song shit. i don't know anyway i don't know days and days, days and days. days and so this is the song that the the <laughs> the wife sings and i played this role and so sometimes all very randomly brother coffee will be like grab my shoulder and go days and days and days do you remember when you sang that it doesn't song? make me cry you'll go do you remember when you sang that it does make and me and so cry. you kept singing all that day at the brunch and as we're saying goodbye to our friends and it's towards the end of the brunch and you are three sheets to the wind is it three or four i mean i was four sheets yeah, okay. to the wind for sure you're walking through my lawn like you're a robot going <laughs> days and days and days i don't remember the song <laughs> Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, that was it. That I, was thought it. I, I thought there was a climax. No, just you as a robot. Days, days and from the days and days. Yeah. That's how it happens. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Let's take a little. What did you say your number four? Yeah, it was an AMF. Oh, okay. Because obvious. I got drunk and then I like called my brother and then I was like, I'm too drunk to be in society. And then I went home <laughs> and then I slept and then I woke up the next morning and prayed to Jesus. Welcome to our home on Maple Avenue. <laughs> See how we sparkle and we drink. Oh, you changed the lyrics. To be apropos for That's another line from Fun Home. Yeah. Okay, so we're uh, coming up to our last segment. I just poured an additional drink. <laughs> I've had like 97 drinks tonight. <laughs> That's what and you sis- do. Sister Twain has had half of a penicillin spritz. Yeah, I know. I but because I'm also working on a diet coke. It's uh, fine. Uh, I, I respect it and support uh, it. Right. What's your number five? You, well, everyone already knows it's chartreuse. Oh, chartreuse. So you guys, have you had chartreuse? Chartreuse is a liqueur. A liqueur. Um, and here's the thing. I when I learned about it, and still today. I'm just so intrigued by this liqueur that's named after this color. Right. Which I love. I love the color chartreuse. Right. Um, and if you don't know what it is, just fucking Google it. No, it's like a lemony, limey green, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it can be, there are very variations of, of the color. But anyway, the liqueur... Um, it's a French liqueur. You can get green chartreuse or right. yellow chartreuse. Right. Um, they do different taste and alcohol content. It's very expensive too. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like even like kind of a little bottle of chartreuse, if yeah. I've ever seen it at the Utah liquor stores that are like a bathroom at a public pool, they're like $40. <laughs> they're like $39. For, yeah, for maybe like a 500 milliliter yeah. bottle. Yeah, they're very expensive. Um, the liqueur has been made by Carthage. Carthusian, is that how you say it? Sure. Monks since 1737. Get it, Carthusians. According to the instructions set out in a manuscript, in a manuscript, I just imagine like this old yellowing paper that has this incredible smell. Written by Joseph Smith. Uh huh. In this manuscript that was given to them by Francois Anibal Destrait. La scan, la crian, la scan, in la 1605, and it was named after the monk's Grand Chartreuse Monastery, located in the Chartreuse Mountains. Oh, did you? I didn't know the Chartreuse no, Mountains. We need to thing. go there when we start. When our gentle listeners start getting us, money. you guys, we need to get more money from you, <laughs> and then we're going to go to the Chartreuse Mountains in the general region of Grenoble in, in France, and so. Grenoble. So it's produced in this distillery in the nearby town of Voiron. Are you reading the Wikipedia page right now? Yes, of course. Wikipedia is the best. It is composed of distilled alcohol aged with 130 herbs, plants, and flowers. It really is delicious. It is one of the handful of liqueurs that continue to age and improve in the bottle. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's just the first paragraph. <laughs> of Wikipedia. 
I'll go on. No, I'm kidding. But um, I love it because I'm intrigued by the color. Yes. I, the label is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the story behind it. And the taste is really delicious. There's almost like an anise. But as you heard, there's 130 different things going it's on in it. very complex. So there's not, it's not just like an anise liqueur. That right. would be more like a... a like an Oread? No, no, or no. Like a, uh, absinthe. Like an absinthe. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I can drink chartreuse just as itself like in a cordial glass if you if we're at a bar and you there is a cocktail with a chartreuse in it uh-huh. your clitoris is immediately hard <laughs> it's standing straight up <laughs> and you are ordering that chartreuse cocktail i'm sorry but the visual of my clitoris like just standing straight up i wasn't even like sure against if I was, my pelvis i wasn't even sure if i was supposed to say clitoris or clitoris i don't even know i prefer clitoris i couldn't find it and i don't know how to pronounce it i prefer cleat your clat was just like, it's just rock hard. Anyway, you can, I sometimes. Lil Twain is just leaving. She's like getting her car keys. She's like, peace out, bitches. Um, but sometimes it's just good with maybe some spray. <laughs> What's so funny? You're buying a $40 <laughs> bottle of liqueur and then you're mixing it with Sprite Zero. <laughs> It's amazing. It definitely would be Sprite Zero. For it would me definitely too. be Sprite yeah, Zero. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's just it's just an experience. <laughs> it is delicious. I, have you ever purchased a bottle, or do you just get it at bars? I have purchased a bottle maybe twice since I've known about it, and I've known about it for about seven years. I know. I always see it at the liquor store, and I always want to purchase it, but I'm yeah. always like, "Fuck! It's forty dollars." Same with and it's um, not like it's not a big bottle. Same with that Chambord. Chambord. Oh yeah, like the black currant liqueur. Yes, and yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, it's yeah, in like yeah. a ball-shaped bottle. Mm-hmm. Also pricey, but right. so worth it. So worth it. Anyway, what's your number five? So my number five is a Paloma. Do you know what a Paloma is? I don't think I do. So like, I never drink any liqueur just straight, like because I'm gay. So I never just, like, I'm never, like, but a, a Paloma is a tequila mixed with, like, a grapefruit soda. Okay, yes! Or grapefruit juice. Yes, yes, yes. I love a Paloma. Okay. I almost never buy tequila because it makes me horny, and I don't have any outlet for that horniness. And so then what happens? I just cry. That knew it. Make just an kidding, old I don't know. I just make an old-fashioned because <laughs> I just want to wallow in the depression. But no, does tequila make you horny? I mean, probably. You if know it... what I love is radio silence on a podcast. Oh, it's, it's part of it. It's part of the charm. No, tequila makes me so horny. And so, Lil Twain, are you agreeing? Not necessarily. Not necessarily, she says. I, I buy tequila probably like Oh, she drinks tequila every week. At the liquor store, they have one point seven five liters. I don't think the liters can the liters. I don't the, think the listeners can hear you. They have giant so bottles of tequila. Two liter bottle of Espalon. Espalon. Espalon tequila, and it lasts like a week probably. Did you guys get that? Did you get that? <laughs> Espalon. Anyway. Is that the one with the skull on it? The candy skull. So I love. Yeah. I don't buy tequila often because it makes me horny and therefore sad. (laughs) But I love a tequila. And when I drink tequila, I do like a shot of tequila. I think there's something delicious about that cold shot of tequila. But if I'm going to mix it with something, I mix it with grapefruit juice or some sort of grapefruit soda. And I make a Paloma, which is basically just tequila and grapefruit soda. And it's delicious. So here's the thing. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the grapefruit flavor. However, I had a white wine once. Ooh that when it how do you whatever the word the special word is for making wine <laughs> being made i think that's what it is when it was being made uh-huh. they added some grapefruit in with the grapes right and it was delicious what was this wine i couldn't tell you okay so anyway that's my number five a paloma <laughs> It's a horny making tequila and a little grapefruit juice. Let's take a break. And then- for uh, urinary tract healthiness. <laughs> Stay-
let's take a break and then wrap up with some ramblings about uh, maybe some different alcohol. Or Jesus Christ. Let's take a break. And we're back. I really also enjoy a, uh, uh, it's called, I think it's called a butter shot. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Lil Swain just made a little yeah. sound. Uh, I also enjoy the Apothic White. Yes. That one has not gotten old for me. As far You're a as, whore for the Apothics. Um, as far as white wines go, let me just say, Apothic White cannot be beat. It's like drinking cold melted butter. Really? Yeah. I need to get that. Uh-huh. It's I like, bought, like four white wines tonight. It's oh well, you messed up. I did not buy Apothic. <laughs> no, um, I was like, this one has a pretty label. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and I do have a peach tree in my front yard. And I don't know if you remember, but last year I made homemade peach ice cream with your ice cream maker. Oh <gasps> yes. And Wait, do you still have my ice cream maker? Yes, I do. Fucking hell! <laughs> I've been wondering where my ice cream maker was. I literally bought another ice cream oh, maker. No! Because I was like, what happened to my ice we cream maker? We talked about this like three months ago. No, we did not. We, I swear to God. No, we did not. I it's swear to fine. God. The ice cream maker I bought was like $15. So keep the ice cream maker that I that I gave to you. That you quote unquote gave to oh me. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I cannot believe it's been I there made this whole homemade time. peach ice cream and make champagne peach ice cream floats. Oh yeah. That was Which good. is just fun to say you made it. It's not really, right. d- you know, mind blowing. No, it's great. But it's okay. But... One of my fondest memories, which is probably number two to your Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Is we found on Instagram a, like, Breath of the Dragon or Blood of the Dragon cocktail for Game of Thrones before it it started sucking ass. It was basically like a New York sour, which is like a whiskey sour, but with a red wine float on top. Yes. But it was called, like... Blood of Dracaris. Yeah, Dracaris. yeah. Dracaris. But, but the red wine floater is what makes it. And it's just like a little sploosh of red wine on so top. So if you guys have not done a red wine floater or a New York sour, it's basically like whiskey, lemon, a little bit of simple syrup. You can do like an egg white if you want it to be kind of frothy. And then you take, oh, Lil Twain just made a bad face. She does not want the, she does not want the, the, uh, the menstruations of a chicken in her alcoholic beverages. But once you make like a regular kind of whiskey sour, you pour red wine over the back of a spoon so it kind of floats on top. And it's like the red wine is a little bit warm and then the drink is cold. Uh-huh. And then anyway. Oh, anyway, Dracarys. So fun. I can't really talk about Game of Thrones too much without no, getting really pissed I'll off. I'll get really angry. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what would you like to say as your final words? I don't really have a lot of final words. I love alcohol a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I use it to numb my feelings of self-hatred. <laughs> so that's healthy. So um, when I started drinking regularly, probably 2012... Uh, and then I moved to Southern California in the summer of that year. And I would say from about that time to about a year ago, I drank red wine nightly. You say that as though it's a shocking bad thing. Um, I drink almost every night. It's shocking that I have cut back. Good job. Um, and I've just cut back because I'm trying to watch my figure. That's it. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> not, not for like any kind of like other health reasons at all. No. Uh, but no, I would come home from work, pour wine, and sometimes my youngest child would have the glass already poured for me. <laughs> It was amazing. One time I did teach my middle child how to make an old-fashioned. What? And it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. I was like, okay, now put in the Honey Simple. Now put in a couple dashes of Angostura. It was a beautiful moment. This is also the child that was constipated for three months, right? (laughs) (laughs) Those two baby boys, you (laughs) doulet. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God, that is true. Okay, so that's our episode. Brother, coffee's on the floor. I'm on the floor. Um, so okay, so here's what we got in the in the pipe, up the pipe. Here's, here's what we've got up our pipe. Up our pipe. We've got a breve coming at you this week. Yes, about Mormonism. Um, to go over some basics. Some basics. And then in a week, we have got our next guest star. And all we're going to say so far, because we need to check in with her about how she kind of wants to approach it, um, is that um, she is transitioning or transitioned. But, I mean, I feel like when you're transgender, you're transitioning really lasts the rest of your life. Yeah, really. Um, But... Um, if I was, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she's transitioned. I would never, ever have known that she was born, born. She was born I was born never known way. that she was born. Uh, no, but you know what I'm trying to say. So she's male to female transitioned. She's a transgender woman and she's got a really incredible story. I can't wait. And is she going to come to my little house? Here? She is. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like I'm in between, in between one of her 17 jobs, and so. Uh, so that's coming up. So that's coming up in a week, and then, but before then, you're giving getting a breve, and we're really going to keep it to a breve. Um, we're also, uh, Brother Coffee and I are throwing around the idea of very, very short episodes or recordings or yes posts. what are they called again demitas a demitas so a demitas for those of you who don't know it basically means half cup it's french for half cup demitas and, it, and there really are coffee cups that are called demitas and they would hold more like four ounces of coffee rather than your eight ounce right my mama and uh, mama that's a southern thing my louisiana Mama, she would have a demi tasse in the evening, every evening. Um, she needed just a little bit of caffeine to keep her awake till about midnight or one because she reached an age where she could only sleep four to five hours a night. And so she didn't want to go to bed too early and wake up at like 2 a.m. Right. So uh, we're thinking demi tasse. We don't know how we're going to approach it, but it'll be in those moments where we're like, okay, we gotta talk about this even if it's just for five minutes it'll be coming soon yeah it'll be coming soon. and and um we may or may not because we haven't had our meeting on this yet no be part of our new patreon endeavor oh a patreon yeah a patron which we're gonna call patron because because we like hot drinks yeah anyway let's wrap it up so if you would like to tell us what you like to drink Please message us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. And don't forget that drinks is with an A. Or you can message us on Instagram. And I'll see it. <laughs> or you can message <laughs> us on Twitter. And I'll see that too. Or you can email us. I already said you that. You already said that. Or you come to our house. You can you stalk can us. You can murder Marco us. Polo. If you want to stalk us <laughs> in preparation for pulling our skin off and making a suit out of it, also acceptable. Um, but yeah. just send me a Marco Polo, Becky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and tell us about what drinks you like. Um, and uh, I hope I didn't make things weird to in or in preparation to meet Maggie Gillen Hall. But that we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Ha ha! Is what I have to say to that. Okay. Um, anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for helping us make hot drinks. <laughs> Sister Twain is doing a funny dance in the background. You guys, sometimes when I see like the top ten podcasts on iTunes and they're like really professionally produced and then this is us being like drunk assholes <laughs> but you guys all still love us i just think you guys are the real og you guys are the real og you love us even though we're just some stupid drunk assholes do you guys feel how much we love you do we you love feel you it? because we, love, we you. love you we love you as much as joseph smith loved 14 year old pussy See my Instagram story for today. You guys, you're the best. Bye. So we'll see you next time. Sister Twain's already like packing her bag and she's out the door. Gotta go. She's got to go. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a hot drink on us.